1: blaze radio network and now chewing the fat with jeff fisher well 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 look what the cat drug in i have got to do something about that cat i'll tell you that jonathan dunn mm-hmm. uh in the blaze studios mercury studios in the the great state of texas in the great state of the united states of america the great state of the yeah something like that and
0: how are you good to see you good to see you too brother how you doing
1: what are you doing here
0: i'm on because i
1: didn't know that you were actually allowed in the country
0: uh, well if you go via turkey you're totally allowed into the country because this is the crazy world we live in of science man but I'm on vacation, I'm on an extended vacation, but on my vacations I don't just sort of sit by the beach and have a few cocktails, my vacations involve speaking, so I'm here doing a speaking tour about so, Reclaiming America's Narrative.
1: Reclaiming America's, America's narrative. narrative. So I heard you yesterday on Pat Unleashed and you were spewing your, oh, I don't feel so bad, everything is good and it's wonderful, America's still the great country and i want to believe that mm-hmm. i do mm-hmm. turn me turn you yeah make me feel that way john make me feel that way well so you I know you're still doing your podcast and i'm sure you're spewing your love on the podcast too.
0: i always spew a lot of stuff I on my podcast know, nearly as much as you spew I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that but uh uh america i mean i i yes Absolutely. When you look at the what's going on around the world, mm-hmm. um, the United States still holds pretty strong. Yes. But I feel like we're holding on to straws. Right. So what I always break up and,
0: you know, when I, when I engage with my friends on the left about America, I always make a very clear distinction between the country and the idea. The country has issues. I'm never disputed. I'm I'm the person who's always talking about the Great Reset. I talk about Agenda 2030. I'm conscious of the economy because I'm a numbers guy, so I know about the inflation issues, and I feel the pain. But here's why I'm the idealist and the optimist about the, your country. It's because of your idea. You see, you have something that sets you apart that's unique, and that is a set of founding principles. They change the world, and this is what this whole tour is about, is if you reclaim your story, and you understand that America is the best story man ever came together to write, but it didn't happen by miracle or happenstance or fluke. It just didn't. wasn't some two atoms hitting against each other. There was a reason for it. There was a set of founding principles, and if you start sharing those stories and those principles again, you solve every Problem that you face right now, and that always the but solution comes down to one simple thing: when we look at the world, who molds us and who's responsible for fixing it? Every other nation in the history of the world said, "What? It is government's job." This is what the Fabian Socialists famously right. said: "We are going to mold the world to how we see fit." Right. America's the only country that said no, the people will mold I the agree. country. I agree.
1: But we just today wraps it up for, you know, people listening to, uh, to this is the 12th of November, 2021. And they're just wrapping up COP26. Yeah. Where we all got together mm-hmm. and we all grabbed each other's butts and said we're going to be the one world. Mm-hmm. So what do you got for me?
0: So... <laughs> There's a lot of positive things in your country. We'll deal with COP26 in a second, right? (laughs) But we know we can't deal with it because it's going to take your
1: country, right?
0: No, it's in Scotland. Ireland is a whole different kettle of fish. Don't get me started on that boy.
1: Oh, did did I didn't mean to do that.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you a funny story about, you know, accents in a second, but on the serious side of things, right? There is positive things in your country and there's a lot of positivity. Your people are wanting to act. They just need people to encourage them and to say, "Look, here's how you do it and here's the battle plan." There's certain things happening. First story, the ranchers. I've heard and I disagree with conservatives quite a lot on some policies and that's where I get become unpopular. The, with the cattle ranchers, they were having a major problem with yeah, the slaughterhouses. Big time. There was four peop- four companies do 80% of the right. slaughterhouses. I and I saw conservatives go, you know, this is why we need government to come in and break up. It's a monopoly. First off, you need to understand language is important. The left get this, the right need to start getting it. When you have four companies, that is not a monopoly. But what is the solution to this? <laughs> government, your last great president was Ronald Reagan, and he said what? Government is never the answer. Government is always the problem. We need to stop to look to government to say, hey, we've got this problem in society. Government should fix it. No, the American people, the American spirit, the American rebellious spirit needs to say, no, we will fix it. What did the people do? They raised 300 million dollars and said, we're going to create our own. Second positive story. And this is going to have a huge story. When we talk about, when we write, write American history in 20 years time or 30 years time and talk about the great American revival, this will be one of the biggest stories that you will ever see. Education is a problem. Well, what is happening, yeah, well, we're let's not, that absolutely, yeah. let's not look to the government to go, oh, government, how can you solve this? What rules and regulations can we do to get a better education system? No, you get on the free market, you get on the market and say, no, we're going to create the University of Austin and we're going to have all these people. Because here's the thing, the people who are facing right now, the radical left, are telling you what they want. And they're making our arguments so easier. And I always say this to make people th- the arguments. Think of the average Democrat. They're telling you exactly who you are. Go to yeah. the average Democrat in your head and say, hey, you're only going to meet me once. There
1: is an average Democrat anyway. Well, no, I think on the, the ground there is, not in
0: DC and not in the media. Okay. But on uh, the on the ground, your neighbor. Yes. Absolutely. Go to your average Democrat. Or even go to an AOC person, the crazy person and go, Hey, you're going to in their world order, and they when they control it, they're telling you you will eat meat once a week. Are you down with that? Most
1: people would say no. Uh, to quote um, someone by the name of uh, Jeff Fisher, mm-hmm. uh, how about no? Uh, how about no? Absolutely, amen. But do you think the Democrats
0: are going to go along with that? Second one, they're telling you you will own nothing and be happy. Go to someone, especially yeah. an AOC supporter. Hey, you know that iPhone you're tweeting on 24 hours a day? They're telling you you will never own it. Hey, I'm saying well, if you like want to own
1: groundwork for that, that's already done. That's it's yeah. a done deal. Cars. Phones, oh. all of it it's well, we we're ground.
0: buying into it
1: yes we are yeah and we're just that groundwork for uh, living space has already been laid
0: yeah man. but here's the thing people like owning stuff and this is the thing if we start sharing a narrative because this is my well, frustration you still
1: like owning stuff.
0: Most people do. Are you telling me the young person, especially, again, let me go to the really far left, the typical AOC supporter. Are you telling me they don't like their fancy iPhone and they don't get a great kick out of when the minute that new iPhone is out, they want it?
1: And the only way that they get that new iPhone is because they don't own it. And it's part of their lease program that as soon as the new one comes out, I get to take this one back in and get my new one
0: because that's part of
1: my lease program. I don't need to own it.
0: Yeah, but the premise is still there that you want to have stuff. You eventually want to have all these different materialistic items. If we craft a narrative and say, "Guess what?" They're telling you the government owns it. What we're saying is, you buy it yourself, or you can do a lease plan with a company, but you always have the option to pay it out. They're telling you under their system, you will never own anything.
1: Yeah, you don't need. You're not and if we it create out. that narrative, if I call that guy—he's the guy that drives the the Tesla. I can he I can he can Uber me to the store in a tesla that's, yeah. what, that's the way i drive a tesla mm-hmm. i mean really that's what yeah. they're laying that i know i, I know understand. I but
0: again I but here's the thing they're laying the groundwork but look at what are the people who oppose this who stand at it the problem i have is that we're all making everything political and we're not telling stories we have so many opportunities right now to break down their narrative it's not like we have to say oh well the, you know the, you know prior to the Great Reset and, and prior to, you know, Donald Trump even been president, we would say things about Barack Obama and say, look, he's a communist or a socialist and he's in, tr- in disguise and he's wanting to, tr- he's fundamentally Absolutely. transforming America and what would happen? They would say, well, prove it and then you'd start saying all these things and you'd start linking things together and yes. they go, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. <laughs> now, I can literally say, no, it's not a conspiracy no, theory. I can send you to the World Economic Forum in Davos, their website and they're telling you they're creating fancy ads for it. It's no longer yeah, a yep. conspiracy theory it's here but that is as scary as that is that is a major opportunity to say what this is their world now what are we painting because what are the right painting what are conservatives what are libertarians we're painting
1: we're we're not painting anything we're getting painted Mm -hmm. we're being painted yeah as white supremacists yeah and we're being painted as people who hate every race on the planet
0: yeah but are you fighting back so let me give you a simple one and this is what frustrates me. You need to start fighting on the nerve. Do you remember the Virginia election? And I'm not political, but if I had any, if I had, if in John's world, if John had power, this is what John would have done after Virginia elections. I would have had a picture of the tree, the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the AG. And I would have sent it to everyone in Virginia with a simple tagline, the face of white supremacy in America in 2021. Yeah, that's no doubt. That, and that breaks down the narrative. But who would do that? Did the GOP do that?
1: No, they did not. And Mm -hmm. and what was painted after that? They just doubled down. Yep. I mean, this this president and his people doubled down on their narrative.
0: But here's the thing, and that again is scary. But also, it depends on whether the glass is half full or half empty. That's a scary thing that they're doubling down. But it is also a great gift for freedom lovers, because most people would have, after an election, after they got absolutely trounced, sort of went, you know what? Let's retreat. America's not ready for this. Let us go back to being progressive. this is not No, good. but, guys, if, but no, hold on. let true. us go back to being progressives. Let us hide and then readjust no, and then talk down. about it. No, they're doubling down. Yeah. But that's a good thing for America. Why? Because if you start, to, they're not doubling down, they're doubling down and tripling down. It makes it so much easier. But also you're starting to see people speak out. Like we're pretty similar in politics. Do we think we have anything in common with Dave Chappelle? yet we can find common ground with Dave Chappelle going hey I don't want you bending the knee either I don't want you kissing the ring people like Jonathan Hyatt who's going to work at the University of Austin he wrote a book years ago and when he was researching it listened to Rush Limbaugh Sean Hannity and Glenn Beck to prove how conservatives are wrong again do we have much in common no but you're starting to see people kind of go hey because their tent is becoming very very small they're like you must comply if you don't agree with everything Everything. we say you're gone you're the enemy and that gives us an opportunity to go, hey, we might disagree on these policies, but can we agree on certain principles? And this is where I bring you back to America's narrative. America's narrative was different. You were built on the exact opposite principle to every other nation. What did every other nation build it on? Some form of collectivism or some type of brotherhood. America said, no, we are based on what? E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. If you start working today to share your narrative and find your unum, you will build the biggest tent ever manageable in thing. You will make the Reagan coalition of 1984 look like the smallest varsity squad if you find your unum. By because God, people are fed up.
1: my first wife, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, but you will do that. Why? Because people see what's at the door and they don't like it. And if we can share our unum, what should your unum be? I'm This is only my suggestion. I would start with this. I would start with the Statue of Liberty. She is what makes America exceptional. Why? Because of what's on her tablet. What is on her tablet? It's not the Constitution. It's not the Bill of Rights. It's July 4th, 1776, representing your Declaration of Independence. If you want to start looking for a new one, start there. I know I'm in the home of the Blaze and I'm part of the Blaze family and we make our own the Bill of Rights then if you don't want to do the Declaration of Independence make it that I would say the Declaration of Independence is much better why because you don't have the Bill of Rights or the Constitution without the Declaration of Independence right. that's your cornerstone but that's it but even if you want to do the Blaze make your the Bill of Rights we have a right to free speech you have a right to protect yourself. You have a right to be privacy in your papers on your person. You have a right to be innocent or proven guilty. We start sharing these stories and start saying, hey, this is why we, they were founded in America. This is the oppression. Look around at what's happening today. Do you want to be accused? Because no. we can play that game as no, you No, I don't. Yes. Okay. And again, we need to break down the perception of the left. The left are crazy when it comes to DC, yeah. and the left are crazy yes. when it comes to the media. But the left on the ground, there are some crazies, but there are a lot of people who are just busy with their life, and the amount of people who I know who are Democrats, and I ask them why you're Democrats, because I, I don't judge. Why are you a Democrat? That's the way my daddy voted. Yeah. Well, then what we need to start sharing is a story is of, hey, yeah, your daddy's party was, might have been, we might have disagreed, but they weren't evil. Look at what's happening.
1: They're telling you, again, going back to the Great recess. Remember those times, When you thought to yourself, and we all had these thoughts, my dad's an asshole. You were right, you were right. He is. This is not
0: helping you find your own, by the way. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. I was trying to build a story. I know, (laughs) you're you're
0: telling a different story. Uh, But going back to COP26, going back to COP26, which you started, right? So COP26 is a big problem. But just let it go, it's all right. No, you're fine. But COP26 is a big problem. But how do you solve COP26? Again, it's getting back to being the people, the solution. And I'll use COP26 as an example because COP26, for those that are not listening, it's all about climate change and the environment. I don't share the concerns of my friends on the left about the climate changing. I've I've studied this. I have understand that the climate has always changed. Our yeah. Earth is not on a straight axis. It's on a tilted axis, which means that at certain times our planet, when it's revolving, is going to be closer to the sun. And at different times it's going to be further away from the sun. Huh. This is simple. If I dare, Mace, quote your great Anthony Fauci, this is science. Yeah, this is true. indisputable. This is fact. No one would say, well, no, this is it. If you think that earth is on a straight axis, you're a flat earther. to make the, the simple analogy. What is the solution, even, if, even for people like me who don't agree with climate change, if you're concerned about it? Is it government telling you what to do? No. no, it's people like Elon Musk who said, you know what, look at the Tesla. And I always think, to the people on the left, this is a story I always say, think of the most radical right-winger who literally is like, I love oil. If I could drink oil, I would. Show them a Tesla. Do you think they're going to go like, would well i think i could drive that or do you think they'd be like oh no i need to have i need to have gasoline and all i would never drive that no they would drive a tesla Absolutely. why because it's a cool cool car that is the answer. It's not making well, it about China. that's why
1: China. Elon is doing it, right? I mean, his, his main deal is, is because he wants to get off of this planet.
0: Yes, but also he's not. But if you look at his sales pitch, it's never buy a Tesla to save the planet. It's I'm going to sell you a Tesla oh, because yeah. it's the best and coolest car. And that is why I always try and make in-road stuff and say, look, if you think climate change is a big deal, great. Go for it. Go support Elon Musk. Or if you want to think Elon Musk is not radical enough, go create a more more environmentally
1: car. Use half of Battery. Use ten batteries. And whatever your answer is, but you smoke, should do it, not government. Yes, and and most Americans uh, do care about the planet. Seriously, they do care about the planet, but they also want to survive. Yes, and we don't want to go back to living in huts and burning the midnight oil. Remember how we came up with that line? as because it was happening. Yes, the paraffin oil. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't want to go back to that, mm-hmm. and that's where we're. And you know going. how you used to
0: get paraffin oil? Remember what you used to have to do
1: to yeah, whales? Yeah, used to have to shoot the paraffin. <laughs> and then you had to squeeze them, and then it dripped out. Those damn paraffins, man. They're, yeah. they're extinct now. Climate change. Anyway. <laughs> you didn't know about the paraffin, did you? Nope. Now you're going to give me some whale story of whale fat. Mm, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You probably believe fossil fuels came from dinosaurs, too, didn't you? All right, whatever. That's yeah, I'm fine. one of those people. <laughs> yeah, it figures. Yeah. I know. I know. And, and uh, all right, you made me feel a little bit better. Okay, you're good. You're right. Yeah. A little bit better.
0: But here's <sighs> the thing, and if I can just say this other point, right? This is where I'm trying to, and I understand why Americans are hurting, and I never dismiss why you're hurting. I get it. But you're not as optimistic. And I think if you start looking for opportunities, you find them. If you start looking for problems, you will find them. What you gaze upon, you become. And the one thing I've always loved about America as a, as, as a people I love the idea. I defend it. I promote. It. I work hard. But your people are more optimistic. And I always share the story. This story can only happen in America. It's 1963. And I'm going to talk to you about a Democrat. President JFK. Got behind a podium went, by the end of this decade, we're going to the moon. Now, sure, many Americans at the time might have been apathetic. There's apathy at every generation. Probably some said it's not the best spending of money. But by the end of the decade, the American people said, yes, we're going to the moon. Why? Because we can. Because we live in the greatest country in the world where anything is possible. And that is what we need to get back to America, Bin. That yes, we face major problems. Yes, we have all these issues, but we can still overcome it. Why? Because of what Jay, the story I just told about JFK, but also because of our history you need to start teaching your history again because your history is so amazing i look around the people today who say oh we can't do this it's our best days are behind us all these different stories i'm like have you read your history because if you read your history you'll understand this enemy compared to what you've done in the past is puny it's weak right you, you overcame the superpower today that you over- same
1: guy that said we were going to go to the moon by the end of the decade we killed him in this city <laughs> All right, right here in the city that we're talking from in Dallas Texas mm-hmm. right? and now we can't get back to the moon again until uh-huh. so 2025 they put that even off so, to
0: 2025
1: farther. and we're I know we're all you know ready to take off into space we can't take off if there's cloud cover uh-huh. so
0: but also we are. But also, here's the thing: you you, sh, I, you can debate whether you should be going back to the moon and whether that should be an objective. That's a, That's an internal political thing. But the answer is what? Is it the government going to the moon and NASA going to the moon, or is it going and setting well, your for big hold on? It's a partnership. Hold on. Or is it time to be an American and start actually understanding that because of America, despite all your flaws in 2021, you have a South African resident called Elon Musk. He doesn't want to go to the moon. He wants to colonize Mars. I know. That's the 2021 version of the space race. I know. And yeah, that's what you need to understand. That's the power. Like, I think, I wish Americans would take a step back and just realize that we are so blessed to live in 2021. There's a lot of problems, but we have more things today and more stuff today and more possibilities today than 20 years ago. Like, imagine if you go back to Ronald Reagan was president. Imagine if someone said under Ronald Reagan, a businessman or a government person said, we're going to go colonize Mars. You know, look at him and kind of go, that guy, you know, just put him in an institution he can't do it we can go to the moon but we can't go to mars now we're talking about going to mars you have companies you've got virgin atlantic with richard branson yep. you have elon musk and you have jeff bezos you may not like all three of those people but what are they all talking about they're all sending rockets into space
1: well they're building space theme parks yes okay that's, i mean that's a hopper for a quick ride into space yeah I know. But if I can share one other That's story, what, that you're, Elon is not. Yeah, Elon is not. But yeah. I know that you know Richard and, and Bezos are. But just to show Bezos you, Bezos actually has got his panties in a wad now because. Oh, of course he, he does. They, he's they talking. It, it he's talking good. to COP twenty six yeah. about
0: the planet, and like, yeah. you're sending more fuel into the sky, brother than than millions of people combined. But just to show you how far we've come, people slightly older than me, but I watched it as well. But I didn't watch the first start when it first aired. Star Trek, William Shatner, Captain Kirk. If you had said back then when you were watching that live, when he was talking to Mr. Spock, hey, you're on the USS Enterprise in space. By the end of your lifetime, and you're going to still be alive, you're going to go on a spacecraft and touch the... the. Well, I don't know what the Jeff Bezos guy... How far did he get up? He he went past the tip of the
1: atmosphere, right? Oh, they just go to the Karman line. Yeah, and then and it,
0: oh, the I thought he went past it. But like even to say that, that like he would be on a rocket going, and he would actually get to some definition of space, he would have thought, you're crazy, man. But look what happened in 2021. We have problems, but if we look at it from an optimistic mindset, you'd be surprised at what you can achieve. Yeah,
1: well, we were told we were going to be the Jetsons, too. We were going to have flying cars. And I was going to, we do have robots now, though. That's true. We do have robots waiting on us. Mm -hmm. So we're almost there. Yeah. All right, fine. All right. So, Jonathan Dunn, uh, talking on chewing the fat here. Uh, It's good to see you. It's great to see you. So, we find out also that now. Uh, you've had a struggle because you wanted to live here in the United States. The greatest country on the planet, the greatest mm-hmm. country ever devolved into the planet, right? I mean, we're great. You just got done selling me. Making yeah. me a, making me feel better about it. Good. Yeah. yeah. And uh so now you're uh it's official. Is that is that right? It's oh official. It's not, you're it's, coming yes. to this country. Yes. I'm gonna So the person who's bit one for the team? Responsible mm-hmm. for allowing you to come into the country mm-hmm. is this lady right here, mm-hmm. right, Tanya? Yes, is that right? Mm-hmm. So, is it wrong to ask how much you charged as a mail order American? <laughs> <laughs> or are you the, the mail order? Dark, or I, the, I guess you're the mail order mm-hmm. foreigner. Uh huh. Yeah. Listen, That's with, with a body is. like
0: this, it was clearly free. I'm
1: a fan of Eastern Bloc, so <laughs> as, are you considered Eastern Bloc? No. I don't think so. No. Yeah, We're our own so, little country.
0: Yeah, You got me from my
1: body, right? Absolutely. Could have. I I cannot deny it. Your sexy body. Oh, I know. I know. I am. Mm. Don't kid yourself. I understand.
0: I know. Like, I honestly, I have to say, she, so for the people who are listening, she's actually been by my side for the last 15, 20 minutes, along we've talked. I don't know how she's controlled herself. Like, you you have two sex studs right here, and <laughs> she has difficult. remained calm. <laughs> it's been
1: very difficult. I know. I know.
0: Like, you solved, literally okay. have the two sexiest hosts on the blaze in the one room.
1: Yes, it's it's been very difficult. There's a lot of testosterone in this room.
0: <laughs> um, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: Yes. So, how did you guys meet?
0: So, it's a funny story, Here's, um I, I'm working with the place doing my show, and her son knew who I was and said, hey, you should listen to this guy. And we became friends, and um, we were part of a similar group where we met up, and we went a couple of years ago. We went shooting and stuff, and uh, just became you friends. Went shooting in, in, in? Texas. Here in uh, Texas. Yeah, I went to a gun but... range and had a lot of fun, and went out for dinner and different things as of course, part of a group. When
1: you were here on another tour? Yes. Or whatever? Okay, I got you. We beca-
0: we and became, a group setting. Yes, uh, had a, had a blast. No, I got it. You weren't alone. We okay. were not alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <he just laughs> that, that word down. is going to come up now in a second. So, um, we're, we've been friends since, since 2015 and then uh, with my suffering with depression and suicidal in the past um i had to go to turkey to isolate for 15 days and basically be in a hotel room alone and she was awesome she was checking in on me twice a day text me and it wasn't just like hey how you doing i'm fine and that was it she
1: didn't care enough to come to turkey though did she no i know i know. I don't want to spoil this
0: i know right so you're ruining the romance brother mm-hmm. okay sorry. but um yeah, she was checking in on me and we just became really close. And then I started, I was coming over here. And because we'd met up in the past, she she had said to me, you know, can we meet up alone? And I'm like, sure, no problem. I'm in Oklahoma the first oh, week yeah. of November. Absolutely. Hello. And uh, alone. I was alone. Yeah. And then three I was times like, I said. no, yeah, she asked me three times. And so I'm like, sure. Does it, it take a hammer? I yeah, know. Yeah. So which at, after the third time, I was like, I'm coming. I'm a man of my word because I didn't think anything of it because I meet up with people in groups and p- some people come to me. Hey, I'd love to take you for dinner by yourself. I'd love to pick your brains about something. So I don't ever think anything of it. So after the third time of me saying, yeah, absolutely. We'll meet up alone. We we'll go for dinner or whatever. She's like, she, in her, I'm not. The story will only remain between us of exactly what she said and how she said it because she said it very bluntly. But basically, she said to the gist of, hey, dummy, are you ever going to ask me out on a date? And I was like, you want me to? And she was like, yeah, I've asked you for a long time three times now. So I asked her out, and and we met up, and there was a bit of nerves at the start. And we've been talking and texting. We've had online dates and stuff. But then there was a bit of thing, you know, when you're friends with someone, when you see them for the first time, will it be awkward? And when we saw each other...
1: Dates go and I was oh we did just
0: Zoom um so like there was one um These which was
1: private Zoom rooms or uh, oh no well f-
0: we have FaceTime and stuff and different things so we would talk like for hours at night and like one date I, went on six I, and a half hours. I
1: got
0: it. You would talk. Yeah, okay. absolutely, yeah. All right. And getting and learning everything about each other and then it was a bit awkward. We were a bit both a bit worried we said at the time when we meet up, you know, cuz it's great talking to people and saying, yeah, you have feelings for them, but then when you Isn't meet it? them and you've got a friends, you're like, "Oh, it's awkward." But she ran into my arms. We had a big hug and a kiss and it just felt so natural. Oh. We've been dating ever since and I'm I'm not going to lie, it was love at first sight for me. I I've, I've fancied her for a long time. She's amazing and she uh she's she's made my life complete. She's my rock. Um, I'm a much better Person with her in my life, and mm. a couple of weeks ago I asked her to marry me, and I'm shocked she said yes. But she uh as 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 um as our one of our mutual friends quite adequately said, she said, um, well, her bad decision might be a blessing for America. <laughs>
1: yeah, might be. It might be. Yeah, and let me ask you a question. That's might just, is the big I, word in I that statement. This right out there. I just <laughs> throwing this out because I, I don't know the answer. Uh-huh. And you probably should never ask a question you don't know the answer to. Okay. But how long? Do you have to remain married? Three years. Two years in a day. I
0: thought, oh. I thought it was three. No, it's two. Oh, they've changed it. Never yeah. mind.
1: Two years in, a day. in uh-huh. a day. All right. And then he yeah. can be on his own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. But that, won't the, that won't happen. That's not the plan. Happen. That won't happen. No, I really no, cuz not not she's the plan. No,
0: no, no, it's not. No, it won't. She's awesome. But she's already throwing it in my face cuz it's funny we were having a conversation cuz this oh, we have such good. a great relationship like, where like we this. mock each other. Like starting yeah, but uh, yesterday we started something. I, I can't. I remember I started, I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I am I'm was nice to you. I got you something and stuff. And it literally went from she answered back to I said something else. Like, it's just, you know, a little compete. To literally within, it started off like, I got you something in the... Sh- I, th- I, think, oh, I think it started with, I bought you something in Walmart. I was joking with her because she was saying you never do it for me or something. I said, well, I got you something in Walmart. And then she said, but within three sentences, it went through. Yeah, well, I'm marrying you to get you to the country. And I was like, it's literally been thrown in my face already.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Easter block. So what happens? <laughs> yeah. Happens fast.
0: Happens fast. Oh, tensions rose. We we went to DEFCON 5. quick. So you're moving
1: to the United States. Uh, that's the plan in 2022. It, right, in 2022. Yes. Um, then then that's just a green card then, right? You're just uh No, no,
0: I'm I'll be I'll be a citizen because it's I don't have to go through the, the usual process. I don't have to be here for 5 years to get citizenship. I'll be a citizen and oh, I like after that. I go through all the stuff, I'll I think after a period of time I get to vote. So which is wonderful, because awesome. there are so many great candidates to vote for That's in America. Awesome. Oh, my God. You have
1: such an abundance oh, of riches. So much. <laughs> I know. That's so much. We have a, the, the leadership. Oh. Just beyond oh. great.
0: Oh, you do. He it's so amazing. over
1: more and more every day. Oh, He's
0: but you know what? So you wonderful. know what? I, I'll be honest with you, so full disclosure, you, you want an exclusive, right, in your thing, right? I always wanted to live in an America where the president looked cool in sunglasses. And thank God I Dude, live in it now. You got it. Yeah.
1: You got it, baby.
0: And then I also no wanted problem. a vice president. I always wanted a vice president with an amazing, infectious, glorious laugh. You got it. Got it. That's so it, I'm, it, I'm, I'm
1: here at the right time, right? You got it, man. Yeah. Just a pair that was made in dog crap. Absolutely.
0: But also, know. you have something, so, you do have something in common with your president. You love sniffing young girls' hair, don't you?
1: <laughs> depends on how young but there's don't get me started oh dear god you always make yards. it worse don't make yeah. it, don't. Yeah. I, i'm happy to make it worse oh you so always have that you, talent when you come into the u.s where are you moving to texas are you living in, the, in texas are you living in florida where are you living
0: so i always thought full disclosure I, I made no bones about this i always thought when i if i ever got here i'd always live in texas because it is my spiritual home uh i'm gonna be Close to Texas, I'm going to be in Oklahoma. Oh man! Which if you know, if you've got to be honest, if you got if you can't have Texas, there are certain states that you know are good runners up, places like Florida, but Oklahoma's thing. But also, it's it's a great location for me. it is it's a perfect location because Tanya has a wonderful place where there's no one near us and um, there's literally surrounded and 360 and everyone
1: wants to be in Oklahoma <laughs> but there's no one near us
0: <laughs> well that's perfect for me yeah. but also it's the center of the country I can drive to Dallas anytime I need, I'm needed
1: down here I can get the I can I get have,
0: the I can get the 2am phone call from Glenn hey we need you
1: I have a good friend of mine who was born in Big Spring, Texas who lives in uh, Arlington technically um, Dallas fort worth area and uh he is i was having lunch with him one afternoon here in irving texas and he w- reminded me that he doesn't like living this close to oklahoma because he can still smell it oh so, you know, wow uh, Oklahoma may not be the biggest fan uh, i mean texas may not be the biggest fan wow <laughs> wow, that's that's, that's okay. That's we harsh. have similar sayings, but I love Texas too. Yeah, oh yeah, we have similar. We're so the same we people. Yeah, yeah, we're the same people. Well, I
0: think, but you know, on the on the series note it's perfect for me. It's a central location, two major airports, Tulsa and Oklahoma. Yeah. I can fly anywhere. Oklahoma is um, actually really beautiful. No, it yeah. is. I love it. Um, I'm not a big fan. I'm a bit, you know, nervous about tornado season and stuff because I'm a pasty white Irish boy who. Yeah. Is not used to this type of extreme weather. You
1: don't, see weather. It don't move, move on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be you don't fine. Even know what's happening. I know, but also you I hear, do have. You Hear a buzzer
1: and you go, oh, is that a tornado? And then it blows your house down. You're good.
0: Yeah, but also I, you know, we, me and you have an advantage. We have a lower center of gravity with a bit of a weight there. So, like, you know, it's it take a big ass tornado yeah, they, to get us up, it, right? They have, they <laughs> the house might go. We'd be sitting there going,
1: come. "I'm good." <laughs> they Come, that's amazing. and How fast they they come and go. I mean, I had, you know, we had my house was hit with a tornado. And, uh, you know, the partial, you know, partial roof came off and, uh, it was incredible. And it was just that fast. You know, it was like, wow, that's really storming. And that looks like it's really storming. And then, oh, there goes your roof. And then it's over.
0: Yeah, I was in. I got caught in a storm on Tuesday night. I was. Ter- I'm not going to lie. I was terrified. I was praying like crazy. I was. I had. There was imprints in my steering wheel. Like I was driving back on <laughs> Tuesday night from Brian, and I was driving back because I had a fundraiser down there, and then I had to be up get back here for Wednesday to be in, for yesterday for Pat's show. So how long
1: are we allowing you in the country now? Jonathan? Ninety days.
0: John. 90 days
1: i know i'm getting yelled at i gotta get out of here so no, you're I'm cool. gonna, i'll wrap Ninety days soon so just calm down okay we'll wrap up with jonathan dunn on chewing the fat a special saturday edition it's good to see you i, w- I wanted to catch up with you um tanya nice to meet you nice to meet you um, as well. welcome to uh well, thanks, america thanks for letting in the eastern blocker <laughs> um so how, how much longer are you here for about two weeks and then you're back. Back to um, Ireland. Yes. Back to Ireland. Yes. And so Ireland is still on major. Are you going to quarantine once you go back there from the I'm not US? actually sure what the current
0: rules are, but I'll be I'll be only Whatever staying in my they, house. Yeah, yeah, if they change they're changing our Europe is going into another yeah. we're already locking We've down. We've
1: opened up again for a little while in yeah. a lot of countries, but I see a lot of other countries are locking down back down. Yeah.
0: And, and then in places like Austria are doing two tier societies where if you're not vaccinated, you can't go anywhere. Right. Good. Good. <laughs>
1: I don't want to keep your nasty, unvaccinated people around me anyway.
0: Mm. Oh, so oh, I'm talking to Gene Simmons right That's now. Right. I <laughs> Thank you. <Okay.
1: laughs> thank you. Oh, my gosh. Don't even. Don't start that. I yeah, I know. Um, Jonathan, good to see you. Great thank to see you. And thank you for having me on. Absolutely. It's good to see you. Keep thanks up the for great listening. work. Tanya, nice to meet you. I think I already nice said meeting. that. All right. Thanks for listening to Chew in the Fat. I'm out. there are hollering out. <laughs>